Welcome to this Appleby Jersey Listings Podcast. In this podcast today, we're going to be exploring more about listings on the international stock exchange known as TICE, and we'll be covering current trends within the capital markets, including the impact of Brexit, the pandemic and sustainable finance. The impact this is having on current trends and developments at TICE and the role which Appleby can play in facilitating listings on TICE. I'm delighted to say that to help us unpack these themes, we're joined by Christoph Kalinokis, group partner in the Appleby Jersey corporate team and the director of listing agent Appleby Securities in the Channel Islands Limited. We're also joined today by Kay McCarthy, head of the Jersey office from TICE. Christoph, Kay, welcome. So Kay, to start, please can you help us explain more about yourself, your role at TICE and give us a little bit more background to the exchange itself. Thank you, Lynn, for inviting me to join you here today for this podcast. It's a pleasure to be here. I've been at TIE since 2017, and prior to joining TIE, I was director of the Discretionary Wealth Management Division at a large global financial institution here in Jersey. My background is in stockbroking and investment management. As head of the Jersey Office of TIE, I not only oversee our team's work assessing new listings, I oversee the relationships with our key members and also have responsibility for the wider stakeholder engagement here in Jersey. The role of the listing agent in the process is to ensure that listing applications not only meet AML and CFT provisions, but have met the conditions of listing and suitability requirements to be listed on the exchange. The agent is responsible for assisting the issuer with the content and process of the listing application to ensure that the requirements under the listing rules have been met. Once listed, the agent also has ongoing obligations to ensure the issuer and its securities continues to meet the requirements of the listing rules. Thanks, Kay. So, Christoph, Kay referenced listing agents and listing sponsors, but can you please help us explain what role they play in the listing process at TICE? Yes, so I have had the pleasure of working with Kay and the team at TIES over the last 15 years or so, and it's just brilliant to see how the exchange has evolved and grown over that period. Personally, I've always really enjoyed being part of a leading listing agent team. That means that we regularly help clients to achieve successful listings on TIES, and we've seen hundreds of listings and we'd really love to see hundreds more. As a listing agent, we're appointed at the very start of the listing journey. So that means that we liaise with the issuer and their advisors, as well as the team of analysts at TIES in order to achieve a listing together. However, we're also appointed and retained on an ongoing basis for the life of the listing. So that timeframe is generally linked to the maturity of the securities, and that could be for five years or even for 10 years or more. We essentially, we get to know the issuers and their private equity houses really well, as well as all the other intermediaries involved. And the idea is that we all get to work together to make the process as quick and easy as possible. And that's especially given the guaranteed three plus one turnaround times at TIES. So that's a free business day turnaround for TIES to return their comments on the initial application, and then one business day turnaround for each subsequent query. 
As I just mentioned, the main role of the listing agent is to act as an advisor to the issuer and their counsel, so that's usually a UK or a US law firm, but we'll also liaise with ties to assess the suitability of the potential issuer and the securities. And of course, the goal is to ultimately achieve a listing on ties on the anticipated listing date. So all in all, that journey can last a few weeks or even a few months. Our team works on a daily basis on a variety of debt and equity listings on ties and as Kay has mentioned the markets are extremely busy at the moment so there's always something to do. I'm sure. And Chris, have you mentioned the types of listings that you've been acting as listing agent on? Are there any trends you've seen over the last 12 months? So Appleby has seen a variety of listings on ties recently including equity listings and debt listings too. In relation to equity listings, we've seen really strong demand for ties listings of UK REITs, so that stands for Real Estate Investment Trusts. As for debt listings, we see all sorts really, ranging from private equity house acquisition debt listings. They're often issued intragroup pursuant to a loan note instrument under English law in the mid-market space, all the way through to high-yield bonds, and they're often issued under New York law with offering memoranda that can be 300 pages or even 400 pages long. The themes that we're seeing are a really strong ESG focus, so it's really encouraging to see good traction on the ties sustainable market segment. We're also seeing third-party fundraising exercises where Asian and other investors look to the stock exchange to play a part in fundraising exercises, as well as prom note listings, so promissory notes. Again, it's a type of US financing product that ties can accommodate on the qualified investor bond market. As for interesting features on the securities that we list, these can include security, uh, guarantees, subordination, co-issuances, convertibility from debt into equity, as well as interest-free securities. And we're seeing a range of hot sectors at the moment, including digital assets, tech, healthcare, and natural resources, to name just a few. Thanks, Christoph. That's incredibly varied. Kate, are there any trends you and the team at the Stock Exchange have seen over the last 12 months? Well, it's been a very busy couple of years for the exchange, despite the pandemic and, and the various lockdowns. Last year was one of our most successful years yet, and this year is on track to be the best year since the inception of the exchange. Over 500 securities listed in the first half of this year, including bonds from major global corporates such as cruise company Carnival, hardcar firm Hertz, and supermarket chain Iceland. And then on the equity side, Christoph mentioned REITs, and we've seen 12 newly listed REITs so far this year, backed by names such as Man Group, M&G, and Starwood Capital Group, to name but a few. Overall, we now have more than 40% of all listed UK REITs which makes us the second largest market behind the LSE main market for UK REIT listings. In terms of debt, we've seen a wide variety of listings, including from private equity groups who are financing the acquisition of their portfolio companies. And we're also now firmly established as the leading European listing venue for high yield bonds, with well-known issuers, including Netflix and Aston Martin. Over the last few years, we've seen a significant growth in securitizations, with transactions for leading inst financial institutions such as Barclays and Morgan Stanley. We're now the fifth largest bond market in the European time zone. 
And across these new listings, we've seen a growing green and sustainability theme. A number of issuers and securities have not only been granted admission to the official list, but have also qualified to be included within our comprehensive sustainable market segment. This is called Thai Sustainable, and this segment was launched in July this year. And Lynn, I'll speak a little more about this exciting launch later on in the podcast. I'm looking forward to that. So that's the last 12 months, Key. What about the future? Are there any future predictions or plans that you can share with our listeners? Sure, well, our big focus for the immediate future is really on the diversification of our business through growing our share of the European bond market and introducing a new trading system. From the bond market perspective, we already have a big slice of the pie for both private equity listings and high-yield bonds. But we feel that there's scope to attract more securitizations and investment-grade corporate debt, as well as programs and structured finance transactions, which might otherwise be listed on other European bond markets. So to facilitate this, in the last couple of months, we launched our new qualified investor bond market. As the name suggests, this market is solely dedicated to listing bonds marketed to professional, sophisticated investors. We've split out our bond and equity rule books so that there's now one all-encompassing rule book for all types of bond products and structures. At the same time, we've revised our fee schedule to introduce the concept of a one-off lifetime fee option. And as Christopher already mentioned, we've also enhanced our application review turnaround times. We've introduced the concept of a ties passport program, which is also new. So as well as listing a bond program approved by ties, we will now accept a, a pre-vetted bond program where it's been wrapped with our templated passport letter. Of course, our location means that we're a listing venue in Europe, but we're outside both the UK and the EU, thereby neither EU or UK regulations apply. However, we're widely recognised internationally. Ties is a recognised stock exchange for the purpose of the quoted Eurobond in both the UK and Ireland, as well as having global recognitions from the likes of the US Security and Exchange Commission and BAFA, the German regulator. In addition, we play an active role in the global markets ecosystem through various memberships, including the World Federation of Exchanges and others. And this year, we joined the Association for Financial Markets in Europe and the International Capital Markets Association. Finally, a key part of our strategy for the development of Thai's secondary market and future growth is the implementation of a new price discovery and trading platform, which is supplied by Avenue Technology. The platform is designed to operate on an auction basis, but with the ability to scale up and accommodate continuous trading if that's desired. The system meets all the functional requirements to deliver even greater value to our current equity issuers, as well as offering new products and services to a whole new range of potential clients. Thanks, Key. Christoph, is there anything else you can add about any future predictions or plans? Sure, the existing markets really do look very healthy and promising, and there's certainly a strong potential for growth in many areas when we speak to onshore advisors. 
Having been over to London recently to talk to lawyers and private equity houses over there, they predict that the transactional activity in this space will remain busy, and as a result, parties will be looking to ties for their listings. Despite the expected impact of Brexit or Covid, the Channel Islands seem to have, you know, touch wood, weathered the storm so far. Everyone we speak to is very happy with the ties process. Not only are ties very approachable and user-friendly, but they're also really good at fast delivery, which is very much appreciated, and it's often critical for advisors when they're in the middle of busy deals. And you mentioned the impact of Brexit and Covid. Can you tell us a bit more about that? Well, initially, back at the start of 2020, we were all trying to remain optimistic despite reading the news stories that were potentially suggesting a downturn in economic activity. We remember seeing a private equity house client in early 2020 where they were really wondering how things would pan out. Especially looking at prospective investments, the private equity houses just wanted to meet the owner-managed businesses in person, but they just couldn't. However, in reality, I think we've all navigated the new normal to find alternatives to those fireside chats, and we've all learnt to love virtual data rooms or dialing into video calls. As luck would have it, the level of transactions has been very healthy and we remain cautiously optimistic about the future. But honestly speaking, we are told that all investors are looking at opportunities and it's likely that the business world will see some super performing opportunities, but also some other opportunities where they can turn around a prospective investment. And many of those opportunities, one way or the other, will include a stock exchange listing for a variety of reasons. Thanks. Kay, there's something you mentioned earlier about Tau Sustainable. Could you tell us a bit more about that? Thanks, Lynn. Yes, absolutely no problem. As I mentioned earlier, we launched Tie Sustainable in July this year. Previously, the segment was called Ties Green, and clearly it has an environmental focus. But what we have seen is that, particularly since the pandemic, there's been a broadening of the ESG agenda, from a concentration on the E to a more holistic approach and an appreciation of sustainability in a wider sense. So Thai Sustainable has been established to provide a comprehensive market segment, which enables the flow of capital into investments that promote environmental, social or sustainable activities. It's Europe's most comprehensive market segment because it caters for equities and bonds, issuers and securities all under one roof. The segment is only open to those issuers or securities already admitted to the official list, and there's no additional cost for a presence on the segment. An issuer simply has to complete a short form application, evidencing they comply with our qualifying credentials and signposting where they will continue to undertake their ongoing public sustainability reporting. In terms of specific qualification credentials, an issuer's business or the proceeds of the security issuance must have been independently assessed as complying with a recognised framework or have received a positive rating. Frameworks include the ICMA Green Bond Principles or the ICMA Social Bond Principles and ratings include those issued by the likes of MSCI or Sustainalytics. Of course, a presence on Thai Sustainable can help to connect an issuer with investors and also market participants know that all issuers or securities have been assessed against recognised sustainable finance standards. 
issuers not only get visibility through the segment, but they also get to use the Thai Sustainable logos to use within their own marketing materials. Within the last few months, we've seen several new issuers and securities admitted to the segment. These have included a leading international telecommunications company, which has issued two green bonds to help finance its decarbonisation strategy. We've also seen three green bonds from the largest sustainable property developer in the UK. More recently, the Isle of Man Treasury issued and listed sustainability notes. The issuance is in line with the Isle of Man government's newly established sustainable finance framework. And the eligible projects include clean transportation, energy efficiency, affordable housing, education and healthcare. The launch of Thai Sustainable has been supported by us becoming a partner exchange of the United Nations Sustainable Stock Exchanges Initiative. Together, they demonstrate how we're committed to being part of the sustainable capital markets ecosystem, both in terms of how we manage our business and through our role as a facilitator of the global capital flows. Our work in this area also complements both Guernsey's and Jersey's own sustainability efforts including Jersey Finance's Sustainable Finance Initiative, which we were delighted to help launch earlier on this year. Thanks, Key. Christoph, can I go back to you? I'd like to understand how Appleby um, is as a listing agent advising parties looking at doing a listing on TICE. So it sounds like something every advisor would say, but our main tip is for the parties to engage with the listing process sooner rather than later. We say this even if the listing might not need to occur at the same time as the issuance of the securities. Essentially, it's best to retain the listing agent whilst the transaction and the documents are fresh in everyone's minds, even though the actual listing might just be considered a post-completion task. Our second top tip is to double-check timings for a realistic deadline, because we can facilitate a listing as fast or as slowly as the issuer wants. However, however ideally, we should try and avoid a last-minute mad rush. As we mentioned, Ties operates a guaranteed 3 plus 1 turnaround, so that's three business days turnaround for their comments on the initial application, and then the one business day turnaround for each subsequent query. But all in all, we generally say that a listing can be achieved in a matter of weeks. Our next tip is to let us review draft documents such as the loan note instrument, but before they're signed so that we can give parties that comfort that the securities should be listable. That review will also allow us to discover and resolve any potential points together at an early stage. And our final tip is to allow the listing agent to drive that listings process. After all, we are experienced lawyers who know the best levels of client care, and we can work with parties in order to drive the listings process and get that listing over the line in the most efficient and pragmatic way. That's great. Thanks, Christoph. Kay, is there anything else you would like to add to that? Uh, yes, well, as you can probably tell from what I've already said, it's been a very busy period of growth at Ties. Whilst we're also putting in place the foundations to capture an even greater share of the European bond market, as well as enhancing our equity offering through the new trading platform. Certainly, we're looking forward to continuing to work with all our stakeholders to grow the listings business and provide enhanced products and services to our clients. We're at an exciting juncture in our story. And of course, if anyone listening wants to know more about the exchange or listing on ties, then they're very welcome to reach out to myself or one of my colleagues 
you can find our details on our website. That's fantastic. Thank you. So I hope our audience has found this as interesting as I have today, and it certainly seems that despite a lot of change in the external environment, TICE has been as busy as ever, and you have some incredibly exciting plans for the future. I hope it's given our audience some food for thought in terms of the potential opportunities and the key benefits of listing on TICE. And before I go, I'd like to thank both of you, Christopher and Kay, for joining us today on this podcast. Thank you very much, Lynn. Thank you.